In an ornate office in the orbital, a stern-looking lady runs her hands over her shaven scalp. The bags under her eyes have deepened in recent days. The green desk lamp causes her orange flight suit to give her face an unhealthy glow. She leaves through reports from Hutton Space, pausing occasionally to mark paragraphs in heavy pen. She sighs, sips her drink, and pops open her desk drawer. Inside is a fading photograph of a greying commander with a thin face and an immaculate moustache. He's holding a bottle of Centauri Megagin. As she looks at the photograph, her face briefly softens when a knock at the door causes her to look up with a start. She puts the picture quickly back in her drawer as a face appears at the door. Miss Wolf, their mics are live. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to this week's broken news from Hudden Space. I'm Big Rudolf Hucker, and he's a little dick chafing. Yeah, but now, on with the headlines. Hutton Commander arrested for FWU offence. Pixel Bandit stuck between a banana and a hard place. Sidewinder shenanigans net 1.8 billion credits. Flash Flood fills first floor at Hutton. Falco took one for the team. There was an arrest this week as a Hutton commander took his python a little too far in the name of the mug. Commander Drake Duran took his big vessel out just outside Hutton and then took his little vessel out inside his ship while celebrating his latest Hutton run. He was discovered on the flight deck floating around in zero-g surrounded by empty gin bottles and mugs. Watchers from the observation desk at Hutton had mixed reactions from running away, screaming, shouting, My goodness, what is that pale, wrinkly thing in that ship? And peeking through hasty covered eyes. <clears throat> Thinking that the ship had been taken over by some new species of bipedal, or should that be tripedal alien, a security and xenobiologist team were dispatched. Luckily... Commander Drake Duran was identified by his humorous tattoo of Lael Wolf riding a mug, and they didn't blast him into Space Jam. Instead, he was arrested on health and safety regulations for FWU, flying without underpants. It might be called a cockpit, but that's no excuse for terrifying the natives. Commander Pendragon of the Pixel Bandits visited Hutton this week to exhibit his latest artworks. Inspired by the commanders taking part in Inktober, and in an ironic twist on his name, he decided to create some special artworks using nothing more than a rock and a banana. The resulting images, whilst resembling a young child's drawing of a 20th century aeroplane, have been universally praised as modern masterpieces. One reviewer said, 
It's astonishing the subtlety with which he wielded his chosen tools. Only a pixel bandit could have the precision with a banana to convey the innocence of youth, the lack of perspective, and manage to colour it in by crossing all of the lines. We quite like the smiley face on the sun in the background too. Sales of rock and bananas have gone through the roof. There were celebrations this week as Hutton received news of a trucker who didn't know he was a trucker. D8V had launched in a Sidewinder, and after a series of altercations with a used spaceship salesman, vowed never to leave his Sidewinder. A number of months later, still in his mighty Sidewinder, he registered his full Triple Elite ranking. Yes, he ranked his way all the way to the top of trade. He shot his load to lead the way in combat and honka donked his funky winder all the way to the heights of exploration glory. Commander, here at Hutton, we salute the boldest, bravest, brightest, best and most bonkers achievements in space. You are a total nutter and therefore an ordinary trucker. Disaster struck the orbital as, whilst preparing the mess hall for a gathering of the galaxy's biggest tossers, Pizza Mogul and Hutton Brigadier Brett Riverboat felt a little drip, which became a drop, then a dribble, then a downpour, then a deluge. Space rats, running for somewhere to hide from the stench of Cubicle 3, their former home, had nibbled their way through space pipes that contained the station's water supply in order to get to a new nest. Forensic pest controllers determined that due to the high pressure of the water in the pipes, the guilty rodent had nibbled through the housing, catching the full force of the water in the face, catapulting it into the nearest bulkhead, going through that bulkhead and two further walls before flying past Alvin, who looked up from his stated stolen sausage with a... Huh? He was briefly tempted by the well-washed flying furry rodent, but the sausage munching was just too tempting, and he returned to gnawing. The rodent didn't survive, nor did the floor below the pipe nor the ceiling below that, nor the Hutton tossing room. For the avoidance of doubt, it's a room near the mess hall where the ceiling is high enough for commanders to toss a pizza in zero-g and catch it again before it sticks to something. Armed with a spanner, mop, a back-mounted suction pump and a lot of tissue paper, Brigadier Riverboat managed to stem the tide, dry the kitchens and at the same time give the room a clean that it desperately needed. 200 gallons of water floating in zero-g really does make a terrible mess. In an effort to clear up, he pumped it out of the nearest airlock, and it can now be seen floating as a block of ice near the docking pads. Please, all commanders, take evasive action if you're coming in hot, as you wouldn't want to dent your pride and joy. And finally, Commander Falco took one for the team a number of days ago. Whilst quietly bimbling his way through Hutton space, he appears to have had a bit of an itchy finger. And scratching it on his flight stick, he seems to have upset Lael somewhat. As penance, he was instructed to visit Buck Naked, which he did. Then was told that Lael meant Mr. Buck Naked of Lake on Spaceways, and for everyone's sake, never to do that again in her presence. Foco took, took the mission and is not deeming himself redeemed until he has trucked the most a Hutton trucker has ever trucked. Following this news broadcast and maybe a tune, we have a personal message recorded by the fool of a took. 
Ladies and gentle truckers, that was the news. We are broken, and the radio is no longer broken. Yay! Uh, so, <clears throat> but uh, I believe... No, you, you, you wouldn't imagine that, that that line was actually in the script and written before we started this evening either, would you? No, I know I have to apologise for the little glitchy bits there, but um, as I say, it will sound beautiful in the edit. It always does. Well, hopefully, Falco took and uh, Drake Duran and all the other commanders we've mentioned this week <clears throat> might be able to listen in later on the podcast in glorious Technicolor um, fixed beauty. Indeed. Now, you, you've you picked uh, a real interesting uh, choice of tunes for tonight with a, a little bit of yeah. a, a... Rather than going for a, a fixed theme for the entire evening, you've kind of broken it down into sections. Well, yeah, we're sort of dedicating each piece of music to sort of the various jobs you can take out there in interstellar space. You know, every week we've had a we've had a war week, and we've had a you know a disco week, and we've had a wedding week, and we've had a this week is just dedicated to everything Hut and Truckers get up to. You know, all the jobs you can take out there in interstellar space. So, if you're ready, the first one for all of the pirates and the bounty hunters, and of course, if you listen to the lyrics, we're going to blame somebody entirely for this tune. Um, we've got a little game of cops and robbers. Yeah. Ooh. I, I heard a rumour it was all Simon's fault that we should blame Simon. Yeah, definitely blame Simon for the cops and robbers. Actually, no, we blame Sandro for the cops and robbers. Well, that's right, because he was... he was. He, I, I missed that stream, actually, and I wanted to catch it, but um, I was up to other stuff. <laughs> well, it was such a long stream, it nearly crashed into the radio show's start, so they were still going at about 20 past eight, so they had an hour and 20 minutes of Sandro talking about all the suggestions he's got for the crime and punishment for the cops and robbers. You know, tougher system security with top-end ships and fast responses and how crime's going to work and yeah i mean it's it's well worth watching it again i've i've not um as yet read the smoking dog what's the c stand for again? the smelly dog poo yeah yeah, yeah the smelly uh, dog poo. They, they've written some kind of uh, dosset on uh crime and punishment being obviously the ones that know it very well from the other side of the um, boot so yeah i'll maybe find it i've not read theirs either is, is there anyone 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 read it no i i think um, brigadier riverboat just to make sure he knew what they were doing to everybody um gave it a, a quick reading okay and and then we had to lock it after everybody got a bit irate <laughs> right, yeah, that's kind of what you'd expect from their kind of yeah propaganda. Um, okay, fair enough. Well, Folk, it's not proper at all. It, it's it's impropaganda. Focal took has had a read at it, so we'll maybe bring Focal in with a, a report and a breakdown of what they were saying. Uh, oh my gosh, what a week! How's your week been? Uh, well, I got an emergency call two days ago for, you need to get to London and get to London now, we need a hand uh, with work. So I had to drop everything and drive to London and uh, fix stuff and put my underpants on the outside and make everything brilliant again. And then managed to get back late this afternoon to write the show. And then I'm off tomorrow morning to um, the Bishop of Bath and Wells to give him a good seeing to. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to grab his beard and tug it a few times, check it's real. No, I'm I'm off to, um, well, Wells, yes, uh, Shepton Mallet and Wells tomorrow for the weekend for my annual trip to that crazy part of the world where um, Hot Fuzz was filmed. Oh, awesome film. 
Yeah, well, the hotel we stay in normally is the hotel it was filmed in, um, where the kids were all um, drinking in the bar. Yeah. And he arrests half of them. And so, yeah, we, um, we, we regularly stay there once a year when I'm working on an exhibition. And, um, you know, you walk around the tent and go, oh, that's where he shot guns at. Oh, that's where they did the hoodie running thing. And, yeah, um, and we've done it every year for the last, I don't know, 10 years and still keep going, oh, it's stuff to do with hot fuzz. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we've got quite a few, uh, quite a full studio tonight, although we seem to be... Well, there you go. You just think about him, and he magically appears in the pink. Welcome to the studio. We have a full studio tonight. There are nobodies missing at all. We have got, we have got Buck Naked. We have got Commander Evenstar. We've got Commander Flossie. We have, of course, Commander Tech Monkey Bumface, who's down there at the bottom. Oh, he left. Blame Simon. Yeah, blame, blame Simon. Simon. And we have our, 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 shh, don't mention who our special secret guest is for this week. No, well, we won't then. No, we'll save it, we'll save it, because, you know, it's, 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 that's, that, that's for later. Yeah, in, in the hot pit bit, maybe he might, he might step in. Yeah. Possibly. He was thinking about stepping into Buck Naked's shoes, but they have their mighty shoes to fill. And um, yeah, I think Buck Naked's pulled his own boots on today. Yeah, good evening, Buck. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are y'all doing? Yeah, we all good. Um, how are y'all? We all? How do you say we are all? We all? All y'alls? All y'alls. <laughs> All y'alls. No, I, I thought those were a kind of biscuit with something in the middle of them. That's an Oreo, you... What are you throwing biscuits? <laughs> we don't throw biscuits over here. We pour gravy over our biscuits. You want to throw something, you throw a cow pie. Gravy That's what on you throw biscuits. around these parts. <laughs> no, I thought you biscuits. had to be desperate, Dan, if you had a cow pie. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over cow screaming about gravy on a biscuit. Would, oh, would no, I, was, I was just saying that cow pies are what Desperate Dan eats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two. Let's see, yes, the best thing to throw is a cow pie. And yes, cow, your pies. <laughs> and I thought those were Miss Melba's apple pies. Or are they pumpkin pies? No, no, they're pumpkin pies right now, and that's real pumpkin. There ain't no cow in there. How can you have gravy yeah, I mean, in your Ms. biscuits? Melba's got very big pumpkins in her pies. Is that before or after you dunk them in your coffee? Oh, don't, we don't uh, dunk I'm biscuits still sulking. in coffee. Oh, I'm still God. sulking over the biscuits. We got disqualified. Did we mention that last week? We got disqualified by Ed Lewis, the galactic intern, because the galaxy's finest biscuits that Hutton sent him that were individually gold-wrapped, um, he disqualified for not being a biscuit, even though they're a biscuit. Hmm. Were they biscuits sent by Eric that apparently you have to put gravy on? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Well, anyway, we, we, we're still sulking at the Galactic Intern for um, degrading our biscuits to cakes, and they're not cakes, they're biscuits. Yeah, like like Granny used to. But then again, he disqualified he disqualified Bose Stroopwafels as well. I suppose oh, you know, I made Stroopwafels at the weekend. <laughs> Did Very you? sticky. Yeah. Did it from scratch and everything. I'll tell you Loads what. of treacle. I love treacle. 
I'll tell you what we made today. Um, obviously, uh, come out of Tech Monkey, Simuth was up here, which is why nothing worked, because he was fiddling with the knobs. Um, <laughs> I blame Simon. Oh, God, he's come back. Damn it. <laughs> it was nothing to do with the Tech Monkey whatsoever. It was just Windows 10 being a big, big, big poop, uh, which is annoying, because actually I, w- I was working on this this afternoon, so um, working on closed captions for the Twitch uh, site which don't quite work and we had a backup plan but there's a glitch with that as well which needs to be resolved and hopefully by next week we'll have some nice little closed so captions. Do they do they work about as well as BBC subtitles do on sort of misrepresenting what was said on screen? It's complete and utter mentalness. Monkey whatsoever it just put up. Now I'm not aware of you or I using the phrase monkey whatsoever. Oh no tech monkey. Yeah, Tech Monkey. Yeah, we, well, we might, we might, yeah, we might Tech Monkey the monkey whatsoever. But it is, it's mental. It's completely off. But the other one I've got, the the backup one, actually works really well, and so I would like to get that one going. So we'll try that for next week and see how it goes. Um, oh well, I'd love to see how it translates some of the system names that we read out as well and commander names. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's been a bit of real. I have to say, you know, after last week's show, an awful lot of you were seemingly inspired to go out there and do some of the most mental trucking jobs we've ever seen. So, well done. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a good laugh. I know a lot of you did. Uh, no, closed caption does not work for Scottish. It just uh, no, but the other one does. It works. You'll have, see. You'll have, see. Have you seen that? Have you seen that um, sketch on the internet about the two Scotsmen in the lift, the voice-controlled lift? Eleven. No. Eleven. No, I haven't seen that one. Um, no. So t- today I made, and I'm going to have to check this with the, with obviously the, the Texan because um, I need to make sure that we're not doing weirds or something like dunking our our baked ribs in, in, in our tea or whether we're meant to cover it with custard. Um, but we definitely had barbecue sauce on our ribs today that I made and they were amazing. Did you apply well, it with a brush? A brush, no. Wouldn't spoon. You just glop it on straight from the. Well, no, it involved it involved a, a long a lengthy a lengthy process of uh, a, a boil and a special marinade, then and then a very slow cook in the oven, um, coated beautifully in a nice barbecue sauce uh, to give us the most um, enough. So I think Foco Took's getting hot, uh, hungry now. Mm-hmm. But we, right. but well, he, well, he's busy trucking, yeah. We didn't dunk it in our tea or cover it in custard, which might well be the Texan way because they put gravy Thank on the biscuits. Thank God you didn't do oh, that. No, you see, when we went for the burgers the other day at the, the burger restaurant, I went to More with um, yeah, Commander Ed Hunter and Nim. Um, we did actually dunk our chips in custard. <laughs> And it was delicious. You see, now, I know that that's causing the Texan an issue. Because if you're going to dunk your chips in a gravy, that is just weird. No, no, in custard. In, no. Are we talking chips or are we talking French fries? They're talking... We're talking French fries. Does it matter? Either or of them (laughs) going into custard is wrong. You ask Commander Ed Hunter and the Snoz whether it worked and it worked and it it shouldn't have worked and it worked. Snoz, I'll tell you what you do. Yeah? I'll tell you what you do with your French fries. If you're a kid, you put some, some ketchup on them. 
If you're not a kid and you're an adult, then what you do is you lay out them French fries, and then you slop a bunch of chili and cheese on oh, top of hot that. sauce. Yeah. That's how you do it. I tell you what you and, can anyway, do to your anyway. biscuits and gravy. So we, oh, we're I still got a down special in... word for you, Moof, later. <laughs> we're still down in the Hutton Mess Hall now, talking about the food and the, the pizza meat. And it was an epic pizza meat this week. We had 14 of us turn up. Yeah, and we took over the restaurant and he dried it out just in time and we were chucking pizzas at everybody and you know um having having a good laugh and yeah we, we had um, a whole stack of commanders there we gave away a few mugs so one of the team who helped us on the radio show mr overlight who i think's lurking down in the green room uh, joined us and he got his hutton orbital radio mug which i'm hoping he hasn't smashed yet um and yeah the guys all went back for beer afterwards those of us that were driving didn't we we stayed sober and had to drive home but a few of them i understand went for the um, the the full hober and had a bit of a hangover the next day and yeah everybody had a cracking good time at one of our pizza meets and there's another pizza meet coming up this weekend i think it's a get hammered with the truckers in in manchester yes it is indeed, and um, it looks like there has been arrangements made for pre-meetups and then post-meetups as well. So if you are attending the Get Hammered, the, the hammered part of it is to represent that the hammers will be joining the truckers. It's not actually a requirement for the evening, so you do not need to get hammered, but you can if you have to. But it helps. I don't Well, yeah. Are you going... No, no, no! I'm I'm working with the Bishop of Bath and Wells. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh right, uh, you never watched your Black Adder with Brian Blessed playing this will be the, the Bishop of Bath and Wells, didn't he? Wells, yes. Yes. Hang no, on a second. Wasn't Brian Blessed. Spike here earlier as well. What did you do to him? Have you hidden him in the cupboard? Um, he, he's got a case of the Trumbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, <laughs> has he got the Windows Tens? He he has very much got the Windows tens and um yeah, yeah right. he, well, he's, anyway, he's got his um, captain prod out and we'll see what happens. Well, he might be back for the hot pit bit, but um yeah, we've we've got a couple of bits. So we've got uh, something to broadcast, and then we've got some music, especially for the hot pit bit. But before we do that, we had a message from, as you may have heard in the news, uh, Commander Falco took this week, who took a bit of a wrong turn at one point. Uh, do you have that queued up? Always. Well, in in which case, um, Falco took take it away. 11 November, 3303, Mansfield Orbiter, Epsilon Indy System. The firefight flickered from across the extraction site, and Falco raced to it in his Python-class ship, the FTS Hassenfeld. As he grew closer, the ship started pinging on his radar and soon showed in the contacts map. Falco quickly targeted the ship at the center of the battle, and the scanner automatically began reading the ship ID and comparing it to the bounty registry. There, another pirate thought Falco grimly as he brought the beam and burst lasers to bear on an asp explorer. As the shield gave way and his multi-cannons began to tear off the enemy's hull, he glanced again at the ship information panel. Clean. No, not clean. It was a wanted ship. He knew it was a wanted ship, but that word was still there. Clean. Along with a hull integrity of 13%, Falco immediately stopped firing and began cycling targets to find the actual pirates who were firing on this innocent ship. He found one and started making a sharp turn to bring it into his sights. Bounty gained. Murder of Glenn Broadway. Murder. A word he'd never seen on his warning panel before. Sure, there'd been a few minor bounties for a few 
accidental stray shots. No serious bounty hunter avoided those forever. But murder? He was wanted for murder. A commander who had spent countless hours defending traitors and miners. A commander who rescued escape pods meters from being pulled into a Thargoid ship. Murderer! Killer! Pirate! Falco shot up in his bunk. It had been two days and the dreams were only getting worse. No amount of bourbon could drown the guilt he felt. The Board of Inquiry had levied fines and pounded the Hassfell for further investigation and told him not to leave Hutton's space until this was sorted out. Turning himself in and the cockpit recording showing the sudden break-off of the attack had gone well in his favor. But he was still guilty. He knew it. Even if he was guilty of bad judgment in the heat of battle, he was still guilty. And that guilt had to be repaid. The Warrenstein 2051 was winding down, but the usual conflict hangover was already apparent. Trade had stagnated during the battle from fear of increased piracy. Piracy that Falco should have been helping to tamp down. But there had to be something he could do. Thinking back to his early days, Falco remembered scratching for any courier job he could get his hands on. Working his way up to that adder, it seemed like a palace after the close confines of the Sidewinder cockpit. Running rare goods in his Viper 4, then moving into an Asp Explorer and starting to run real cargo missions for the truckers. Isn't that what he started his business on? Not bounty hunting. It was empty transit, not empty mercenaries. And that's what he'd do. He would truck. He would run as much cargo as he could around Hutton Space to help get trade flowing again. No, Falco could do nothing to right the wrong he had done to Glen Broadway. But that was the past, and nothing can change the past. All we have is to decide how we spend our future. Ooh, that was, uh, yeah. An awesome message there from Falco Took. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, he, he's got quite the voice, hasn't he? Mmm. What a voice. Dramatic. Melt Hober. Oh, yes. Now, you see, I've got an important question now. Does that qualify? What? As radio content? Well, did you know, did Commander Falco took just contribute to the radio station? I, I would have to say, yeah, that definitely does count. So, uh, Commander Falco took, if you're trucking out there and listening to the radio station, please uh, message us on itookpart at huttonorbital.com um, with some contact details, and I believe you've earned yourself a Hutton radio mug. Absolutely, definitely, and uh, so yeah, we'd, nothing would give us greater joy than to send you one out. Thank you very much for that. And the same goes for anybody who contributes something epic to the radio show. That's how you earn a Hutton Orbital radio mug. Now, I've, I've got another one here, which I'm, I'm not sure this is going to qualify, but I had to read it out anyway. Um, If you don't mind, I'll just um, plod into the text here, and I will try not to mess it up for it. This is a message from Commander Rob Roy of the Beluga-class ship Odyssey broadcasting on all friendly channels. They say the first step to fixing a problem is to acknowledge it. Well, here goes. I am a ranker. I've spent most of the week ranking, especially in the evenings, and this weekend I've done nothing but rank almost constantly during my waking hours. Just in the past couple of days, I've had two massive ranks that felt good, and I've kept ranking away in the meantime. I aim to have one more massive rank before I can call it quits on the hardcore ranking and go back to ranking regime that is a little more healthy and balanced. I ranked so hard this weekend I thought I was going to go blind at one point. 741 missions logged this week with 324 of them today alone. That makes me one massive ranker. 
As soon as I'm done with my next big rank, I'll be back to Hutton Space to make some money, help the faction a bit, and start the long process of upgrading ship systems to make it a vessel worthy of Duke-level ranker. Keep ranking like you'd never get the chance to rank again. Lots of love, Rob Roy, of the Beluga-class ship Odyssey. You filthy tracker. He is a proper filthy tracker, isn't he? Proper filthy tracker. Yes. I met this tracker once, right, and he went for a damn good rank. Really? really? Was 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 he ranking it hard? He he ranked really hard. He was right up there. Oh, dear. Filthy track. Any, anyway, well, th- thank you very much, Commander Rob Roy of the Beluga-class ship Odyssey, um, on your ranking this week. Um, it's close, but not quite this week's Hutton Orbital Radio Mug kind of close rank. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> watching some of the close captions come up, and I'm happy to report that it didn't catch anything wrong with the ranking, thank goodness. For there, there, that. there was no wrong ranking there. I mean, wrong. Yes, no, wrong ranking. no, no. Yes, right. There was none. None of that. There, there was. There was a couple of uh, trackers rather than truckers, but that's probably just a Scottish accent. Um, right. So we're going to move along then and get ready for the hot pit report. Yeah, well, we thought we'd come up with, as we're keeping on the scene this evening, something for all of those commanders that, as their their job in the game, they work the BGS, the background simulation, hard each week for Hutton, line up all sorts of system winning things, and um, at the end of it, end up entirely tarred and feathered when a war somewhere blocks all of their hard work. That I, I don't know if I've ever heard that song before. Actually, that was really, really good. Well, the, it, it's from the 1976 album by the Alan Parsons Project, um, based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe. It's one of those crazy 70s concept album jobs. It's got ah. some cracking tunes on the first. Uh, the tune after it is The Raven, based on, you know, Thus Quoth the Raven, Nevermore. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a fun album. And it's got one of the very last um music recordings with a voiceover by um oh, what's his dude are he, he played unicron in in the um uh, transformers movie uh, <clears throat> and uh, other important films okay. joe pasquale <laughs> no not joe pasquale the other the big dude you know um he was, was in yeah um I <laughs> know. Genuinely, his name's escaped my my head now. Um, he he was in um, Apocalypse Now, playing the big fat dude, and lots of other famous films. Help somebody, L- Leroy. Okay, Nimoy. I'm going to look it up. Well, you lot do the hot pit bit. Leonard Pretty sure Nimoy. Help was the Beatles, wasn't Drake it? Duranium. No, no. Bruce. Leonard Nimoy was the with the beat, the other robot. There, it was um um Orson Welles. That's it. Orson Welles. It's got Orson Welles voiceover in it, which is fantastic. Ah, right, from War of the Worlds as well. The, the guy oh, from Mork and Mindy. Yeah, that's yeah, him. <laughs> Mirth. Me, 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 yeah, Mirth. That, that bit when he goes, you know, that, that beautiful deep nanu nanu was just Mork amazing. calling Orson. Talking of Mork calling Orson, um, yes, Hutton calling Evenstar, Hutton calling Evenstar, come in Evenstar. Nanu nanu. Uh, and even star special guest who's not allowed to talk yet until we announce our special guest in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are, are you ready? Are you ready for the thing with the numbers? Yeah, I, I have numbers. All right. Whether they're the right ones, we'll see. You know, I do have numbers. Yeah. Is it just a big piece of paper with it? It's all gone to 
bio waste all over it. Well, well, something like that. We've tried to make it look a bit pretty, but you know, you can only well, you can't really polish a, a turd really, apart from lion poo. You can, you can polish, polish lion poo. You can polish lion turds. That's about right. the only ones there. I, I'm not going to ask how you know you can polish lion turds. <laughs> You've got to do something in the evenings, haven't you, on these long trips to Hutton? Yeah. Is, is this all of the experimental stuff for Hutton Rewards that you've been trying to work out for the Cubicle 3 Award? <laughs> Absolutely. It's I, amazing I what you can press tags. into a little model of Hutton. I, don't want dog I think I figured anymore. out when I'm going to get Russell uh, for, for his Christmas gift. <laughs> I'm going to start hitting stores around Texas and see if I can't find a polished cow turd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got plenty of cow turds around here. <laughs> a country pancake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, well, let's let's before this degenerates into yet more toilet humor. Should, should we should we take it away with the um, the top ten, top twelve of the top ten? The top something other. Yeah, let's give that a go, shall we? So here we go. It's your weekly roundup from the Hutton Orbital Truckers Political Information Team. So first tonight, the latest scores. At 12, down 14. At 34, it's Wise 0855014. At 11, down 22. At 36, it's Wolf 359. At 10, down 3. At 42, it's Ross 671. At 9, up 4. At 46%, we're at home in Alpha Centauri. At 8, down 14. At 51, it's Wolf 25. And at 7, up 7. At 52%, it's Trepin. At 6, up 11. At 60, it's Van Marnen Star. And at five, down two, at 61, it's Wolf124. At four, holding at 68%, it's George's Pants. At three, up 12, at 69, it's LP245-10. And at two, up five, at 70, it's LHS340. And at one, up 10, at 72, it's PSPFLF2. And over in Colonia, at six, down one at one, it's Fartari. At five, down seven at three, it's Amatsubushi. At four, holding at three, it's Pytheus. At three, down one at four, it's Centralis. At two, down 29 at 17, it's Deriso. And at one, down 38 at 22%, it's EOL Procol Centauri. Sixty-nine, dude. Oh, there's an awful lot of up and down there, isn't there? Oh my goodness, what kind of a state is Colonia in? I know it's it's. I mean, Cecil arrives and it all goes to hell in a hat basket. I can't for the life of me think why that might have happened when Cecil turned up. It, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, those numbers are. We're, we're not even in first in our system, anybody's system. We're we're, we're down the bottom. Yeah, it's looking pretty sad. Pretty Grim sad. is the word. Grim, well, anyway, I'm the not going to ask you the next question because I know you don't know the answer to my next question. But I'm going to ask the question from our our guest presenter this evening, which is uh, Major Graham M K. Good evening, Major Graham M K. Good evening. You are our so, guest um, guest presenter who knows what it all means, aren't you? Well, I think I know what it all means. Well, if, if so we I hand over to you with, with that question, of, um, but what does it all mean? Uh, take it away. Right. Well, this isn't the news I wanted to bring today. It kind of all went a bit shit with Barnard Star. We're really hoping for an election uh, at this tick, but 
the controlling faction went and picked another fight in their neighboring system instead of fighting with us. So we need to pick up ourselves up and move on to another challenge in the meantime. We're, we're going all out for a coup in Steen 2051. So that means we need to get up to about 60 odd percent. And that triggers a coup. So we need missions, passengers, and bounties in Steen. And we've got, hopefully, so we can do this. All truckers to Steen, yes? All truckers to Steen. And we don't care about the other systems. Are we, are we okay elsewhere? Well, we'd like to, a bit of love to Wolf 359. And if you're bounty hunting, try bounty hunting in Wise. That'll give that a little bit of help too. Right. So, so um, what state are we in in our systems other than a complete state? But what, what is the official state we're in? We are in retreat, which means Alvin is losing a little bit of weight, and that's going really well at the minute. So we really don't want any commanders to be working in Sirius or Kappa One City. You need to, uh, they're two very touchy places. We can't have any work there at all. So it, this is a deliberate retreat, ladies and gentlemen. Do not fix this retreat. Alvin needs to lose the weight in Kappa. Yes. There's been people working very hard to set this up. Okay, so that's deliberate. So that, that retreat is likely to happen when the next conflict goes ahead, which seems to be what we bounce between. So if we get our coup, then we retreat as part of the deal. Well, uh, the the... We're past the mark for the shortening the retreat, so that retreat's going to end about Sunday, I think. So Sunday enders retreat. If we get the coup, it doesn't affect the retreat. The retreat's going to be ending on Sunday. We should oh, be fantastic. out of Kappa on Sunday. So it's not and one of those ones that's triggered by the conflict state. It will just go into retreat normally. So we want everybody to go to Steinstein, whatever it is, and do stuff for us. Um, what kind yes. of action? I mean, during retreat, during the state we're in the moment, what kind of actions help? I mean, can we do anything we like? We can do anything we like. Everything works in, in retreat. We've got uh, exploration data for the rest of the systems, bounties, passengers, and missions. The pass if you nab them nice bulk passenger missions, it's great for the BGS and it helps your trade rank too. Now there was a bit of a hoo-ha this week over some commanders who saw that we were in a brief outbreak and um, went and did the wrong thing in the wrong systems. Just for for clarity, could you sort of fill in the team on uh, if you're helping Hutton, what, where do you go? What do you do? How do you identify? And if you're in a system, what should you and shouldn't you do depending on whether we own it or not? Well, if we don't own this, uh, uh, if you're trading, you have to be trading into Hutton-owned stations. If you're trading with the other stations that the other people own, it doesn't count. It actually harms us. Thankfully, right. because of things, that didn't do much harm because the 10th fleet was still in war. So all that trading... It didn't actually affect the BGS too much as they were still in war. So because in war does, it doesn't count, it it was a nice learning curve without any sort of drawbacks. So so Mr. Bacon, you got away with that one? Yeah, he did. 
Yeah, no, that's okay. We need to drop. So can somebody actually, somebody who's listening, can they drop a nice message over to the Facebook page to let Mister Mister Bacon know that um, phew, it didn't do any harm. Don't worry, old boy. You know, it was actually a a safe mistake to make, so he doesn't feel so bad this time. Because I think we um, posted up a few summonses to Alvin's office, and um, we yeah, there was no, it was you know, it wasn't a big telling off by Alvin. It was just, um, oops, that was nearly a bad thing. Yes, exactly. That was nearly a bad thing. wasn't too bad. Okay, so um, that's what it all means in the bubble. What about what it all means over in Colonia? Well, I've got a piece of paper with direct orders from the Major General. Um, Hawk Hall is not, a, is not a, in a very nice place at the moment due to the war that's just passed, but the team have faith and are ready to bring Hawk Hall back to the correct standing. They have a new commander join us out there, Odimon uh, Crew who pulled an all-nighty when he arrived yesterday and is moving his fleet out here for the time being. I feel free to welcome him. And for actions in Huckle Colonia, all actions are back on the table, but only work for EOL Prockle Century. Trade, bounties, missions, passenger missions, and data drops. And they're expecting a, tr- a retreat tomorrow from Fartari. But right, so this is a bit a, like the bubble. Um, so there are places we don't want to be in there because they're causing us trouble. So we are deliberately retreating from some of them because we uh, they're owned by other player groups because most of the systems out there are owned by other player groups and we're all friends with them. And every time we go into their systems, we end up in conflict with them, which we don't like because we're hut and truckers. So we're deliberately retreating from Fartari to stay to Prockle. Yes. Centauri. And there's n- no work to be done in Doriso at all. Stay so even though we, we own it and we're down in third, but we don't want any work to go on. No work in there at all. Okay. So the major general everything has at Fort Mug. Hundred percent hit Mug. Fort Mug. So a bit like we're doing in yep. the bubble with Stein. Everybody just Stein in the bubble, and everybody at Colonia go to Fort Mug. Easy peasy. Exactly. Nice and straightforward. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you very much indeed. And there's been an awful lot of hut and trucking going on um, around the galaxy as well, which we're going to find out later from uh, Buck Naked. But we know that Falco took in punishment detail for his uh, transgressions before, maybe cropping up on some of the tables on uh, Buck Naked's top trucker. Um, he's doing trade missions round and round our systems in the bubbles. So lots of that. We're going to see what kind of influence effect that has. But I know he's done an awful lot of thousands of tons of trucking. Anyway, so, <clears throat> dear co-presenter, sir, do you have yes. any other questions for our expert? Well, no, I mean... Or I, even I've... even star for, for our expert. I'm kind of, <laughs> oh, now, now, now. <laughs> I'm kind of... I mean, fair enough, but... <laughs> I'm kind of upset about Barnard Star because I was running... I've been running passenger missions around Barnard Star and, and working hard on those group missions, and it's been, yeah... My God, it's boring! <laughs> <laughs> but does it does it remind you of what what happened um, all those all those months and months and years ago over in George's pants? Do you, you know, remember that? Every single time we lined up to take over the system, yeah, the George's pants whatever faction we were fighting against went into a war somewhere else and blocked us for about six months. Every single time. Yeah, they were a right old pain in the arse. Um, that was a. a it was GP one. Democrats, wasn't it? Our enemy on that one. No, I don't think so. Was was it not the Crimson? Oh, it was. Yes, Antarius. Yes, Crimson he, he stain. You up on that. The Crimson Stain in George's pants. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So I mean, it'll be nice when we when we finally crack Barnard Star. I mean, it's nice to be in the system for a start. 
Um, and I'm actually quite enjoying collecting all the bounty missions. Well, when we go down to the green room later, assuming everybody lets us speak to everybody, um, I think we've got somebody who's an expert in Barnard Star down in the green room. Okay. You say expert. We might have to. It's not quite what I call yeah. him. But yeah. Well, <laughs> he's our own shouty shouty man. That he definitely is. Um, right, yeah, so that there you go, guys. Um, is there anywhere they can go to get up-to-date information on the requirements for hunting systems? The BGS event. It's, got, it's in the pinned post in the Facebook group, and it's in the daily update that we put out every day. The wee blurb that sends you over to the event. And also there's... And- uh, Discord, Discord as well? Too. Yeah. And Discord as well. Excellent. For both BGA, for, for both factions. Well, thank you very much indeed, special guest presenter, Graham MK, or Major Graham no MK. No problem. Um, uh, just to introduce the team, for those who don't know them, we've got three people behind the scenes who look after the BGS for us in terms of posting things up, and we've had all three voices on the radio show in, in recent weeks. This is on top of the Major General, who's sort of rules from above. He's moved out to Colonia at the moment, but he's still got his hands on the controls. But um, assisting him, we've got three commanders. We've got um, Brigadier Brett Riverboat, we have got the Major Graham MK, and of course we've got our very own Overlight, Joshington Bob, um, who've been posting regularly as a team, taking turns doing it, so we're not just sort of burdening one person. So thank you very much to all three of you for the updates from the last three weeks. Yes, thank you. Because yeah. you make Even Star and the Hot Pit team look good. <laughs> that takes some doing. We try. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's debatable. Um, and, and does that, does that mean that we've got a double mugging this week? Well, I reckon it does. In, in, in regards to radio, yes, I think you're right. Does that mean our guest presenter is also going to get his, his radio mug this week? Two commanders, two mugs, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I'm sure we... Have we got your contact details yet? Or do you know where to send the details so that we can send you your radio mug for contributing? Yeah, I'm well-versed in typing that out. I really should have that copy and pasted somewhere. <laughs> well, you're telling everybody else to please scan your screenshots of your 10 million. Now, we also have a little bit of announcement about the changes in the requirements for the Hutton patch going on as well. Uh, were you were you included in the conversation and consultation on this one? Yes, I was. And are you aware I, I of don't, the proposed I, changes? I am aware of the proposed changes, yes. Well, I can't I remember what they are exactly, but... Our listener... Well, I don't have them to hand, but... Uh... Funny, I've got them here. I've got them here. Look. Yes. Yeah, I'm showing you the list. Um, what we're going to be doing as of the start of December is adjusting the requirements, because we know with all of these lovely spreadsheets that are out there that getting 10 million in data isn't really hut and trucking enough. It, it's just not difficult enough, is it? We need to up it a little bit. So what we're going to be doing from the start of December onwards is saying if you want your hut and patch, you need to be bringing 10 million to each Hutton-owned system, and that means every Hutton-owned system, so all 13, is it 13 now? Mm-hmm. I think it's 13. Hutton-owned systems, more. Yeah. Yeah, so it's what you more. need to be doing is dropping 10 million at all of them. Uh, you can do it in more than one drop and, and logging that you've done it, and 10 million at all of them is what will earn you your Hutton patch. 
We control 13. There we go. Um, so the details of which systems they are are on hot.forthemug.com and also on um, the Facebook page and also on the Discord channel. There are regular lists posted up of which ones we own. Whatever you do, don't drop them to places like Barnard Star that we don't own, but there's the systems we do own. So we're going to be adjusting it come the 1st of December to make it more, you know, a bit more tricky. So you need to do 10 million to every single one of those. Um, you can do it in more than one drop. So you don't have to go and get 130 million in one go. You can just do 10 million one week, 10 million the next week. And when you've got to the end of it, send us all the pictures to the usual I took part com. Can I just amend that to send us links to all the pictures? Yeah, don't send the pictures. Yeah, put them up in a gallery somewhere and put them on display at your awesome behaviour and then send us a link to the gallery and um, that is what's going to earn you your Hutton patch. We've got a few other ways to earn Hutton patches as well to do with trucking and other bits and bobs, which we're going to announce. But from the 1st of December, so you've got a little bit of time to get your 10 million in now if you need it. If not, after that, it's going to get a little bit harder. And the drops under the direction of the Hot Pot team. There's no point... Give us, let us know when you're coming in about a day before, and then we can get you sorted out with the right stations and where to go and how much to drop. If, yeah, and also if we tell you to drop in more war. in one station, yeah. we'll we'll count that as uh, part of the hundred and thirty. Yep, and of course, if we win any more systems, it's going to keep going up. So it's one hundred and forty, then one hundred and fifty. So we win Barnard Star, it'll be one hundred and forty. Well, we won Steam, hopefully, by the end of the week. Well, okay, so it's, it may well be by then 140. So, yeah, um, keep an eye on the instructions. But, yes, um, for everybody, it's getting that little bit harder to become a Hutton truck, an official Hutton trucker. Yes. So, thank you very much indeed um, for joining us. And do we know who's going to be joining us next week? Are we, are we back to the riverboat? Are we having an overlight next week? Or we, it's undecided so far? Well, it's decided about a couple of hours ago who's coming on today so we'll see we'll leave it up as a mystery oh fine we might even get spike in next week oh. a mr tree God what was that cow did we hear a mr tree did you i don't know will, will he be in next week who knows i've not got a any, anyway, we need, to, we need to move on with the show and of course we're coming up towards some of our favourite bits of the show and we had some extra bits for Flossie's bits this week so flossy has got more to talk about about some of the epic trucking going on but you know we're going with the theme on the music but sometimes out there pilots search for the mysteries of space the aliens the ruins the mysterious things oh no we're not <clears throat> i've skipped ahead of myself and i'm being a being a wally here um, we're just going to go back to whatever could we have for the queen of the community goals and her california meat wagon trade mission with a little bit of bought and sold indeed all right we are back. A little bit of a gap there. That was my fault. Oh, you you had my heart pounding there for a second. No, it's all right. It's all right. Just 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 another one of those little gaps I can cut out. It was Cubicle Three. You got stuck again, didn't you? Well, see, my, the issue is my um, I'm on the Twitch feed. I keep crashing out, and then I keep alt tabbing to the wrong um, screen to try and fix that. Uh, because Commander Pillbox has been uh, taking us on a tour of his ship with me and his uh, crew. And so it's been really helpful, so it flies around, but the damn thing keeps crashing on us, and it's a real pain in the arse. Um, and that's why I got caught there in the wrong window going, no, 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 it's clicking, no, oh, this mouse doesn't work. Um, right, well, we are ready to uh, have a wee word with, you know who, the Queen of the Community Goals. Are you there, Flossie? 
Yes, I'm here. Fantastic. And it's been a, a really exciting week in the Community Goals um, since last week and our uh, special Flossie's Choice. And uh, man, did a lot of truckers take you up on your challenge to get into that top 10. Yeah, they certainly did. <laughs> it looks like, well, we've got quite a few. Quite a few. Unfortunately, and I was excited at the prospect of having to send out 10 Hutton mugs, we didn't quite get there, but we'll talk about that afterwards. First, no spoilers! No, 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 it's not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. It's a wee spoiler. It's a wee spoiler, but it's not that big a spoiler. We were going to drag the guys out and, uh, you know, fishing for the... Oh, we were going to keep them in suspense. Well, maybe they can all get one. Maybe. Maybe I'm stupid. No, I I don't know. No, no, no. We've got to try again. We've got to try again to get a top ten. Oh, aye. No, you've got to do that. We don't give in that easily. We've got to get it. It's 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 one of those things that, you know, we've got to celebrate it and and put up there in our Hutton records as the week that we took all top ten spots. Actually, yeah, we, you know what? Go for that one. Do you know what? I don't actually, and I know I said that. I don't actually know for sure. I know. Well, I was. It was three days ago. I was talking to the guys running this community goal. It was um, Chris, Mister Hanky, and he was just cursing. Um, that, that's King Hanky. King King Hanky. Uh, he was cursing and trying to get me to be uh, undertake nefarious means to take out Antares Fusion. <laughs> but that was three days ago. He phoned me up to say, "Can you do anything about it? Can you can you can you distract him for a day or two? Let me get past him." Um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. What we should do is this. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. And the community goes. Hello. Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Well, first of all, I've got the uh, results of the um, winner mug, if you get into the top 10 commanders of the CGs, of the C- the um, Feeding California CG. <coughs> I have the results of that, and in uh, the last place, um, there's Darren Landry, which is Commander Colicrius, who contributed 31.4 kilo, um, tons of uh, goods. Um, previous to him, uh, above him is uh, Commander Fruity, who contributed 32,960 tons. Uh, next above him, uh, one of the Xbox commanders, Commander Revelo, uh, 37,024 tons. And then we have another Xbox, um, Anna Whitten, I think. Um, after that was actually... There was a slight difference of order. I'm sorry if I got these wrong. <laughs> but uh, then I got John Kilgore. Commander Neepling, 42,143 tonnes. 
Keldwan Nablais, 43,811. Commander Chris Hankey, 59,936. And then, with the highest total of them all, Commander Antarius Fusion, 74,426. Woohoo! My Fireworks! Goodness! Bash. That is an awful lot of stuff. Now, can can we? Do you happen to have handy somewhere uh, while I'm talking the total number of tons delivered for the CG? Um. Yes. Just a moment. I'll just uh, check my previous. Sorry, I'm just page. doing some mental maths. Quick, quick! <clears throat> Somebody with a calculator, add all those up and see what contribution the top ten commanders made out of the total. So, if somebody else can quickly do some sums on those numbers we just read out and tell us what the Hutton total for the top, well, seven of the top ten commanders was, while um, Commander Flossie is working out the the big total. Well, yeah, apparently the big total was two and a half million or two million five hundred and one thousand and eighty nine tons. Oh, and t- just over ten percent of that of the top ten truckers was two hundred and sixty seven thousand four hundred and seventy seven tons of cargo. Out of that was delivered by seven Hutton truckers. Unbelievable. So how how many how many contributors were there, Flossie? <laughs> um, I'm really taxing you now. Yeah, I still haven't found the uh, final screenshot. Just a sec. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, that's an epic amount. Just seven commanders did. T- 1,727 commanders took part, and seven of our guys got 10% of the total. Yeah, um, there was 1,727 contributors. Yeah. And seven of us beat all of them. That's amazing. Beat one thousand seven hundred and twenty of them. <laughs> well, there you go. One, we are, we are better than one thousand seven hundred and twenty other commanders. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. That's and, and this wasn't an easy tracking, wasn't this? Wasn't just one system over. No. For this one, this this was a big truck, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite a way out um, from the bubble. Well, not from the bubble, but quite a way out than usual and uh, yeah, it was about some, of the, some, of, some of the systems were you know you're talking of a, a couple hundred light years yeah, so you're talking eight eight jumps out six jumps back when you were empty i think as interior fusion was telling us so i don't even want to add up how many jumps that was each but those are epic kind of quantities yeah they are brilliant if you, if you imagine, I mean, the Hutton Mug Run, we managed, um, was it, it was 3,000 commanders, three, three and a bit thousand commanders managed, yeah, much, much the same. So there's a lot of people doing trucking there, and it was some epic trucking. But um, we've got some community goals this week, haven't we? Uh, yes. There are some trucking community goals this week. Yes. And uh, are we going, have you chosen one, and are we going to be going, when you do your review of the current ones, with a, this is the one we need to top 10 this week? Uh, yeah, it's it's a bit tricky this week because there's two CGs, the both uh, rare goods, and in a way it's the the two are tied together because one is asking for rare goods from the other end of the 
Well, the other CG is. <laughs> and they're asking well, for you, good you've got, you've got to pick one. I mean, you've got to pick the rare that is right. the most Hutton trucking rare. But anyway, are you, are you ready to tell us what they are before you decide which one? Yep, okay then, yeah. Well, do fire away. Right. Uh, we have lunch in Leasty. Food lovers from across the galaxy will converge on George Lucas Station in the Leasty system this week in anticipation of a one-of-a-kind gastronomic festival. Lunch in Leasty is a week-long celebration of Leasty's finest restaurants and wineries, offering attendees a chance to sample food prepared by the master chefs of Naughty. In addition to enjoying various regional dishes, Guests will have an opportunity to sample a range of intergalactic delicacies imported at great expense by the great the event organisers, independent Leasty for Equality. The organisation has placed an open order for Epionis eggs, Seti rabbits, Tanmark Tranquil Tea, Tarak Spice, Utgaro Millennial Eggs, and has promised to reward pilots who deliver these rare commodities to George Lucas Station in Leasty. Aid Elias Hampton, a spokesperson for Independent Leasty for Equality, announced Independent Leasty for Equality is proud to sponsor this year's Leasty Food Festival and will gladly reimburse pilots who supply us with the requested goods. Uh, this campaign begins today, the 16th of November, and will run for one week. If final targets met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. The second CG is lunch. Sorry, no, breakfast at Tranquility. The people of the Leicester system are not the only ones celebrating this week. The Guardians of Tranquility have announced plans to host a food festival in the Tarach Tor system, prompting criticism from Independent Leasty for Equality, which is coordinating a similar event in Leasty. The Guardians of Tranquility have strenuously denied that the event is an attempt to upstage Independent Leasty for Equality. Guardians of Tranquility Spokesperson General Hunter O'Brien released the following statement. The Breakfast of Tranquility Food Festival will showcase the very best regional cuisine, together with libations from Tarak Tor's many fine vineyards and breweries. In addition to these delicacies, we are hoping to be able to offer foods from the lave sector of space and have placed an open order for various rare goods. In support of the event, the Guardians of Tranquility have promised to reward pilots who deliver Azure Milk, Dissomar Corn, Lavian Brandy, Usain Tree Grubs and Aurarian Vicious Brew to the Tranquility Starport in the Tarotor system. Campaign begins 16th of November and will run for one week and if a final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. That's these two weeks, two CGs. Okay then, Flossie. So, what's it going to be? Breakfast or lunch? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think as Tarakhtar, I think he's probably the furthest away. Maybe that should be the one. The breakfast at Tranquility. Okay. 
Okay, that sounds good. So again, same rules as last week. Well, obviously, you know who well, it was Antarius that wins the hunt and mug for the CG goal. The crazy, crazy, crazy. I wonder if you'll actually feel up to it this week. Um, so we'll need to wait and see what he feels like and whether or not he's going to take you guys on for it. But, you know, do get involved. Uh, we'll get details up in the community goal events page. Um, as to what that is but yeah if we can get 10 truckers into the top 10 if you can take all top 10 spots all 10 of you will get a mug this challenge will stand until such times as it is beaten and then we'll come up with a new one but at that point it's going to be a difficult one no entire fusion is heading back uh, over ter to terms of, terms of conditions apply if you already have a Hutton mug you're just helping other people get their Hutton mug as well which is a very Huttonish thing to do so all we will say is if you've already got a Hutton mug by all means contribute and help everybody else get the top 10 locked out but it is one Hutton mug per commander it is, and, and we do take into account any issues, like, for example, say you do have a hut and mug, but you've dishwashered it into becoming a mug, <laughs> then we may consider anything. Just guys, let us know. We like to have fun with this, so we'll come up with some kind of story as why you are a mugless mug. Um... Um, no, the other thing is, this is a proper Hutton one, because in order to hit the top 10 truckers, you can't just you pick up your minimum allocation and drop it off and do that repeatedly. You're going to need to do it Hutton trucker style, aren't you? You're going to need loading crews, and we're going to need to organise and uh, you know people to be there to help you load. So you're going to need collect Olympics, you're going to need a group of, or a wing of smaller ships to do the docking and loading for you, and uh, to help you get through this. It's going to be a, a real orchestration. Uh, obviously you've got the trade record, the, the Hutton trade record, and they did much the same kind of organisation on a much bigger scale. So that's what it's going to take. It's going to take effort above and beyond. Flossie, are you going to be heavily involved in one of these this week? I should think I probably will. Um, maybe not to the extent that I would have been if I didn't already have a mug. <laughs> um, but uh, well, you yeah, could, you could be, you could be loading people up. I could be. Yes, I could. I could do that. Yes. And again, so we're, we're yeah. going to um, either today or tomorrow put up an event in the Facebook page just for people trying to get the top 10 Hutton mugs booked in. So we're going to put it in. I know you've got your CG thread there. I think we're going to create a special one just for the, the, the Hutton mugs CG special top 10. Um, so people can sign up if they're doing it, get into wings and coordinate whatever they're up to. And please yeah, yeah, get in touch with us and let us know if something awesome happens in game if you have one of those play sessions where somebody else comes in and goes above and beyond and you just can't not share that with us because those are the kind of stories that we love to share over our radio station and to give a shout out to commanders that do the biggest and bestest trucking things well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie. Thank you very much, uh, Commander Psychocat. Now, I'm going to go back to the line that I was going to read last time accidentally before I read the real line for Flossie. Uh, ready for our next tune. And, of course, Commander Wotherspoon. I'm assuming Commander Wotherspoon's joined us with some fantastic recordings this week. Um, <clears throat> but sometimes, out there, pilots search for the mysteries of space. Aliens, the ruins, the mysterious things, and spend hours at their consoles decoding everything, uh, including the bumps on their skulls. 
these commanders have a very bad case of radar love. Galnet News Digest, 16th of November 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Tharg throws a temper tantrum over a buggy basilisk. A biscuit muncher's guide to etiquette. A criminal's charter. Slow coach scientists find the Federation. Tharg throws a temper tantrum over a buggy basilisk blunder. Tharg the Mighty, Emperor of the Call 70 Sector and Lord of Polaris, is reported to be fuming after his latest interceptor variant ships developed software faults during their first day in combat. The Basilisk, allegedly an older and more battle-scarred version of the Interceptor, and which has a top speed well in excess of 500 meters per second, was reported to be far too easily beaten by meatbag commanders, with the first kills reported within hours of the Basilisk making its appearance. This follows a buggy launch to the Cyclops, which suffered a defect in the heart department which again made it too vulnerable to attack from squishy carbon and water based life forms. Tharg the Mighty is reported to be taking drastic action. Before the next interceptor variant is deployed, he plans to employ a software testing team. A Biscuit Muncher's Guide to Etiquette Those very nice, crumb-covered commanders in Canon Interstellar have written a guide to getting on with our eight-legged, insectoid neighbours, the Thargoids. It may very well save you from embarrassing situations and possible instant death. Should a Thargoid vessel come over to say hello, it's considered polite to immediately jettison any guardian relics you may be carrying before you're scanned. The Thargoid may not be pleased to see guardian technology floating in space, but it's considered far more impolite to have such items in your hold. If you happen to have any Thargoid materials, perhaps you were looking after them for a friend, then the Thargoid will very generously give you 20 seconds to drop such items before launching its swarm. This is supposed to be a gentle reminder that Thargoid items belong to the Thargoid people and that you should seriously consider donating them. If you fail to take the hint, then 10 seconds later the Thargoid vessel will issue you with a further and quite possibly terminal final reminder. Thargoids are interested in slaves, imperial slaves and occupied escape pods of all kinds. If you want to make friends with them, consider bringing such a gift. Hutton mugs and Centauri Megagin are unfortunately not considered good gifts for a Thargoid. 
Finally, if you wish to summon a second Thargoid, dropping five tons of meta-alloys will do the trick. You will suffer the slight inconvenience of an electromagnetic pulse, but Tharg the Mighty hopes that you understand that such security measures are necessary in the modern galaxy. He also wishes you a safe and pleasant onward journey, whether that be in your ship or, regrettably, in your Remlock. A Criminal's Charter The Social Democratic Crew, or SDC, has published its plans for an Assassin's Guild. The SDC was originally set up to be a force for change, offering a left-of-centre alternative for election-weary commanders. Having been unsuccessful at the polls, they turned to a life of crime, only to find that in the galaxy, piracy simply does not pay. And so they became highly specialised murder machines instead. Now they have proposed setting up a crime hub with an entirely separate but parallel career progression for commanders of a criminal disposition, with markets in stolen goods entirely driven by the laws of supply and demand, with high risks and high rewards for commanders willing to trade into systems controlled by the Syndicate. The Criminal's Charter, drawn up by the SDC, is very detailed indeed, running to some 3,000 words of deathless prose. Exciting and iconoclastic as the proposals almost certainly are, one cannot help one's eyes closing, one's head gently descending towards the flight console as one reads. Whoever would have thought that the SDC could be boring. Slow coach scientists find the Federation. Following the discovery of the planet we know as Eden, orbiting Proxima Centauri, scientists have now discovered another potentially Earth-like planet, this time orbiting Ross 128. Commanders will be aware that this planet is in fact called Grant's Claim. Commanders may also remember that Ross 128 is a Federation system that was recently the scene of a takeover by the Alliance Elite Diplomatic Corps. So when scientists ask, could there be life on that planet? We can confidently reply, yes, there is life on that planet. But we can't be sure if it's intelligent. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Another excellent digest there by Commander Witherspoon. And now we have a beautiful tune requested by Buck himself and dedicated to all of you commanders out there. You know, th those ones who are doing things that love the plot, love the story. He's picked a bloody... For the, for 
a very interesting tune, which is beautiful and has a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful title, uh, Kimi no Shinranai, and it means Shivani. It doesn't mean Shivani. Shirani. 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 What did I say? Shirani. Kimi no Shirani. Kimi no Shirani. Shirani? Yes. There we go. That's See? it. That's what he said. <laughs> <coughs> and of course, it, 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 it means a beautiful meaning, the story you don't know. So it's for you stargazers out there and explorers who are mental. Enjoy. We'll be back with Buck after this. Yeah, well, that was a tune and sadly during that tune there was a bit of a fight backstage and Eric has been and and Buck have both been flushed out of the airlock for putting J-pop on Run Orbital Radio (laughs) No, we've got to let it on occasionally I mean we we, international audience international flavour you know yeah yeah okay yeah okay okay if you say so (laughs) no I was I was a there was a oh yeah but we, we, we better let him back in. Can I come back in? There we go. Yep. Come on. Come on in. You come. Have a seat. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's cold out there. Many things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you doing this week, Buck? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. You know, I had uh, I had the tech monkey write up my copy this this week, so I don't know what I'm going to be saying, but we'll see what happens, eh? Oh, blame Simon. Okay, yeah. right, right, let's 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 hit the central. Um, it should still be queued up. Yay! News from the Con Spaceways to share with us his trucking ways. We'll up from the last seven days. You don't say fuck, it's fuck. <laughs> well, howdy there, truckers. This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as having to clean and brush Alvin's fur after he'd been rolling in the mud. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping like bullfrogs down at the lake, Commander Antarius Fusion took the lead this week with over 21,000 light years jumped. These numbers are down because the truckers have been busy hauling cargo for the California community goal. Commander Puppy retains his bloodlust and his top ranking this week with 69 million credits earned and accounted for. Commander Taren. 4295 ain't even anywhere to be seen. I hope he didn't get caught by all them pirates he been tearing out of the skies. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Rob Roy Outlaw, leading the way with an astounding 741 missions completed. Miss Lale is sure happy for all your hard work, Commander. Driving the hut and taxi this week, Commander Bola Petunias takes the lead for carrying the most passengers with 1,054 people transported around the galaxy. 
And for the cargo carrying truckers doing what we do best, this week's winner, according to the Hutton Helper, is Commander Keldwin Nblas with a tad over 29,400 tons of cargo hauled. Talk about extra time in the seat, making sure California peoples get their goods. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And if you ain't can't remember hot.forthemug.com, then go to hot.diggitydog.eu. Wait, who wrote this in my copy? That EU points to only one guilty Scottish tech monkey. Listen up, hoss. I don't use the phrase diggity dog, and even if I did, I wouldn't end it with .eu. I'd end it with .texas. Hunting Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. The only ships in the galaxy will come with a portrait of Alvin DeFear to hang on your wall. And we'll soon be expanding our line, just like Doc's waistline keeps expanding after eating Miss Melba's pumpkin pies. Now, um, everything is going off over here. Bells ringing. Oh, my goodness. People are ticked off because Antarius Fusion cheated with a Sidewinder self-destruct on that. So, who's next up? <laughs> in the jumping. Yeah, the distance yeah who's in second place in the jumping? We've got, we got two stewards' oh. inquiries here that we think that Black jump range one. Sun. Black Sun, 1784. <clears throat> Commander Black Sun, 1784. Jumped 19,881 light years. And right behind him was Commander Oxlow. With seventeen thousand nine hundred and twenty-eight. Well, you see, now there's questions coming into the studio here, Mister Naked, about why the top um, cargo running trucker was different to the statistics we had on the cargo running for the CG. They're separate. They're well, uh, separate. That's easy. That's easy. Separate weeks. Because. We start our week for the top trucker on every Sunday, whereas the CG starts every Thursday. So you only got just a couple days here. So next week's top trucker is may well be some of the California top truckers. That's right. May well be. Uh -huh. And you could still beat Interius Fusion's top truck in 72,000 tons. By doing more this week before Thursday. Mm-hmm. But they're rares, so you've got to do 72,000 tons of rares. Yeah, it's a big ask. It's a big ask. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Naked. Now, Mr. Naked, are you going to be trucking for Hutton this week? I am going to be tossing out some goods. Actually, I'm going to send my agent, Eric Marquet, out for that, but... He's he'll he'll help toss some goods out on uh, on a Friday tomorrow. And, and how are Miss Melba's pumpkins this week? Uh, nice, big, and round, like always. <laughs> and oh, so tasty! <laughs> yeah, oh, so tasty! A little bit of Cool Whip on top of that. Mm -mm, telling you, was that Cool Whip melting your mouth, <laughs> watering? 
cool whip. They stopped drooling. He had a leaf cool whip. The, the desks. They, they, oh no, he's got some drool in the control box. Oh. See, I can get on with that. But, you know, just keep the biscuits out the gravy, for goodness sakes. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> gravy on the biscuits, there, buddy. <laughs> so this, this week, this week though, coming is going to be a trucking week. It really is, isn't it? it? It's it's not going to be a jumping or emissions or a passenger week. It's going to be a trucking week. Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. The Especially if yeah, you're in commander. You've got, some, her, you've got some uh, special news this week about um, a new ship by Lacon that's been released this week. Can you tell us anything exciting about the one that we can fly now from Lacon? Oh, is it finally coming out this week? Oh my no, goodness. no, no, the one that's already out as of last week. Oh, wait, one came out last week? The, the, oh, the, it, it's the, the, the little one. The little one. The little one. But Lacon... It, it's but a Taipan, see, it's now, made by Lacon. Yeah, I know the Taipan's supposed to be made by Lacon, but that's not what Frontier said. Frontier claims that the Taipan was made by... Um, um, Falcon oh, DeLacy. Someone, yeah, Falcon DeLacy. So either Frontier screwed something up, or we lost our, uh, or we lost our Taipan. Yeah, hole. I I went into the cockpit and it's got Lacon stamps on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe it's some sort of joint venture. Lacon well, did so somebody was smoking what? something funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was a Lacon. I thought my new Taipan, the AX Taipan, was was a Lacon special anti-Zeno, Thargoid-loving, you know, killing machine. Yeah, we maybe need to get uh, Buck to go and do some research on that for next week and come back with uh, the up-to-date information. Yeah, who stole Buck's Taipan? Yeah. But. <laughs> <coughs> well, Thank you very much, Mr. Naked. And yeah, see, it says here a spokesman for Falcon DeLacy has announced the manufacturer has teamed up with Aegeus to produce a new version of its popular fighter, the Taipan. I thought the Taipan was a lake on ship. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think think we're going to have a lawsuit here between uh, Falcon DeLacy and. Lake on Spaceways here shortly. Them stealing because yeah, the original, the Taipan f- short range fighter is Falcon DeLace's response to the F 63 Condor and the Imperial fighter designed by Gutemeyer Shipnards for the Imperial Navy. The export restrictions on these models has left a wide gap in the market that Falcon DeLace intends to exploit with the Taipan. Uh, no, it's not a Lacon. It's got Lacon on it, though. Somebody's using false advertising. Mm hmm. The. I'm telling you, the well, ship I know about, it ain't coming out yet, but it'll be here soon. It's a big one. Cool whip. That's the one. Yes. Cool whip. Son, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you on a on an adder and fly you over to Texas one of these days and introduce you to some real food. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm tired of you whining. Uh, there is a note here the Taipan's design similarities to Lacon Spaceway ships caused many pilots to assume it was a Lacon product. That and it's got Lacon written on it. But <laughs> descriptions on the um, <laughs> cosmetic items in the store for the fighter confirmed that it's actually from Falcon DeLacy. Damn fake news. Damn you fake news. 
you you got me. That's um, Falcon Delacy making the uh, Taipan great again, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's that cockpit. It's that it's that bendy cockpit on the front of it. Right, they've stolen that. There's, there's copyright infringement. That is. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get back on and move on because we're going to the green room next. Um, oh, the green room. Is it safe? Uh, yeah, it's. I think mind mind wipe is away. He's he's off sick. So um, the only danger in there is skip rat. But you know because we're going down there anyway because we're going through all these guys in the green room are still trawling their way through the training missions and and beginning to sort of learn how to fly. I mean, Skip Rat's barely able to string a sentence together, so he's learning how to speak. Um, so it's, <laughs> we've got a good tune lined up for them. <clears throat> he is good. So this is for all the people still doing the training missions in the green room? Yeah, those ones that still haven't managed to get the cellophane off their manual, uh, like Skip Rat. Come on, the Fletch. Yeah, them. People that are still in the first dock. Well, I mean, I know, I know that Skip Rat likes docking. No, wait a minute, I've got that wrong. Anyway, this tune is for you guys. And we're in the green room! Good evening, everyone! For the mug! For the mug! mug. For the mug! mug. mug. For the mug! mug. 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 <laughs> they really got to close down that uh, entry for the ambassador from Doncom. He needs, he needs to be kept out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh goodness gracious me! What a what a they're, they're what all a, being very well behaved in here today. Yeah, well you know, I think Lord Shouty had to had to nip off, so it kind of you know puts them back into the leaving the civilized members and skip rat. Mug. Mug. Grumble, grumble. Well, anyway, should, should we should we do the usual rundown of uh, who's here and what they're up to? Do you do you want to uh, start with the top of the table? Sounds like a good idea, which of course is Commander El Masri. Good evening to you. How are you, Commander? Good evening. Very well, thank you. It's great to hear. What have you been up to in the last week or so? Uh, what? Uh, other than winning competitions for my beer? Uh, not too much, yeah. Did you? <laughs> Congratulations. I, I did, yeah. Thank you. Oh my goodness. What was what was your uh, particular, um, your UP, your universal, was it universal, no... USP. Yeah, your USP, but what is it again? I, I, I had, uh, well, there's a competition uh, in, in Seoul uh, that uh, I managed to win first and third in the lagers category and third best in show for my uh, Czech dark lager, which is a kind of antique uh, style from Seoul that not many people know about. Ooh. Right. We need to be we need to be sampling these at our nearest opportunity, I think, Ed, and uh, give them the the. the well, we have to do a beer review show. That's that sounds like a real hardship, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to visit your microbrewery. Sounds a whole yeah, lot better welcome. than a biscuit review. <laughs> yeah, it was gravy. Uh, no, an Edward biscuit review. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine that interview slowly deteriorating over time. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Well, yeah, it'd be good though. Um, anything else? Are you, were you involved in any of the CGing this week, or have you had a quiet week? Uh, no, I, I've just been doing um, various bits of shit around the place. Excellent. Well, excellent. Well, congratulations on your best in show win. Well, your third best in show, but you know, third best out of five is qu still quite impressive. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple more than that, but yeah. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, but we... he's uh, the, the commander of mastery is also uh, play, playing down his uh, trip over to the um, the, the Hutton Pizza Emporium. That's that's true. I was I was there. Um, yes, made a pretty bean pizza as well, as I recall. Shit, got messy there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and what what toppings did you have on your pizza, Squire? Um, sausage and chilies, really. Um, was the main bit. So it's a hot sausage. Nothing like a hot sausage. Everyone likes hot sausage. Yeah, everybody everybody made really, really, really impressive pizzas this time. We got the hang of it. This is, what, the third time we've now done the pizza meat over at that particular establishment. I think we've got the hang of not cocking it up too badly. I don't know about that. I saw your video, and I saw you... Uh, gleefully pointing out the huge, massive hole in the pizza next to you. <laughs> yeah, Spikes was interesting as well. So, yeah, there was clearly a couple of uh, tossers that could do some tossing experience. Well, that, that and Hober made a Cornish pasty instead of a pizza. <laughs> I think it's called a calzone. I'm not, I'm not, not. <laughs> no, his was more like a Cornish pasty, trust me. <laughs> uh, Brett Riverboat was yelling at him at one point that he was cocking it up. How unlike Hober. It was, it was pretty good, yeah. It, is, it was good to well, see such a good turnout as well. It was amazing, so well done in that as well. And it was great to see everybody there. We've got a couple of other guests who were there at the pizza meet um, further down the green room as well. But, but, we, have we got the drum roll for the next one? Um, uh, we, do I have a drum roll? I've got a bacon roll. I've got a sausage roll. Oh, that's horrible. Mm. That's, that bacon. Was, that was horrible. We'll just have to do a virtual drum roll for your next introduction then. Really? Um, hold on a second. Cowbell. Oh, yeah, we've definitely got a cowbell. We can definitely do a cowbell. Let's do a cowbell. Am I meant to introduce them or you? We didn't really clarify that. I just grabbed the cowbell. <laughs> the other bit where I said, do you want to take the top of the top of the room, the top half? Oh of the right, top. okay, yeah. It, it's it's it's. Yeah, yeah. Antarius Fusion. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> so that's not a drum roll. It's your mum. She wants her dignity back. Um, Hello, good evening, Darius. How are you? We've had a we've, we've had a good fun week actually on Teamspeak because obviously we've been uh, witnessing you and Hanky's battles for the CG all yeah. week. But uh, have you had time to do anything else? I'm currently on my way back to Colonia now to help out with the shambles that's happening over there currently. So I've got another 300 jumps to do, and I'll be back in Colonia. So you're hoping to continue that massive uh, attempt to take the first place in the distances covered too? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to clear something up that is not cheating. I had to go and rescue Kosh. Uh, he was a bit damaged and we thought we could repair his module, so I had to go from Colonia to Sajay. I travelled out a bit and then uh, suicide wandered back to Colonia and then suicide wandered back to the bubble. So that's no, uh, no extra distance, it's all legitimate distance. Okay. Well, you know, we can't really go for a steward's inquiry when you're the steward. I can turn over all the data to you. You can see it's all fair and square. 
Okay. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take your word for it now. It's not like you've got a history of uh, telling tall tales. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Never. I'm honest, me. Yeah. Well, we shall jump down. We'll go past uh, Eric, even start Flossie, Graham, because we've already spoken to them. And that brings us neatly on to the great explorer himself. All hail <laughs> the mighty king, Hanky! <laughs> Good evening, Hanky. Hello, my subjects. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm all right. I just want to say well done to Tori's Fusion, but he did try to take me out at a station once and boosted out onto my unshielded ship. I did ne- <laughs> never, never, never. nearly did. I hit the wall, I reversed back, was going up, sir. and all sorts, and Tori's Fusion's caught to come right past me out to duck me head. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all coming out now. But you did really well in that actually. I mean the four was it forty nine thousand tons? No, fifty nine thousand. Fifty nine thousand tons. That's an amazingly nice. impressive record for anyone in a week. Yeah, well I had two days off as well, so <laughs> I didn't do much on Saturday and Sunday, which in a way I could have won it that way, but uh, I needed a a rest because I did three Oh, all three trades. I see what trades, you're saying. You, trades on the trot, and it was a similar sort of thing, and it got got me edge, so I just needed the rest to continue with on with it for Monday and Tuesday, where I could concentrate with it, two full days of it. I see what you mean. So what, what you're saying is, if you didn't have a life like Antarius, you could have competed and beaten him. Yeah, I want to know what sort of oh. job he's got, because he, he doesn't work many hours. That's correct. My life is a hot number. Yeah, he he he, I've been he to cubicle three. He walks the streets. He walks the corners of the cubicle three. Yeah, you know yeah. that guy that always stands in the toilet watching you, and then wants you to give him money at the end when you go out, and you're thinking, "Hold on, a mate, you should be paying me for that show." That's him. <laughs> That's entirely yeah, true. That money goes to his therapy after you've been in there. <laughs> yeah. Keeps them in gas masks. Um, okay, oh god. Right, well, thank you, Hanky. That was awesome. Um, we're going to go on to uh, Commander Skiprat, the ambassador from Doncom, um, who doesn't do anything anyway. So, yeah, anything interesting to report back this week? No, go away. Thank you, Skiprat. We'll move on to Commander <laughs> Bittermax. <laughs> oh, ambassador, you do spoil us. Go, go now, the king is leaving. He has left the building. Here he goes. Uh, Commander Betamax, um, good evening and welcome to the show. How are you and how was your last week? Good evening. Been going very well. Uh, been helping out in the, uh, the California CG. Trying my hardest on my little python to keep up with the big boys. He did not. Very well. Yeah, it was a respectable effort by all accounts. It's a, and ha- did you enjoy it? Did it add something as a, of a challenge to your week? A challenge might be putting it a bit of an understatement, but yeah, it was absolutely fun. Got my first bit of PWE with Commander Fruity. Excellent. That was was he helping you load up? He was, yeah, just towards the end of the last couple of days, uh, decided to try and stuff my python as much as he possibly could. Brilliant. 
That's brilliant. Well, congratulations on how well you did. And uh, will you be um, hooked into this week's CGs as well? I am indeed. I've already started the the old... um, Res trade route going all the way down to Tranquility, one that I started doing when I first started Elite Dangerous. Oh, full circle. Fantastic. Well, we shall, we shall yeah. look forward to seeing how well the table shapes up as the week draws on um, and see if uh, Antares Fusion finds himself some more time to get stuck in it and show you guys how to do it. Uh, but he's not there yet, so he's not leading yet. No, he's not going to be there. He's, no, no. You guys have got a free week without Antares being involved because he's off to Colonia. Um, all right, thank you very much for that, Peter Max. Uh, Ventura, are you actually there? He may not be, so we may have to come back to him. So I might hand over to you, Dave, to, to go down the rest of it because I know you've got some questions for Eros. Oh, Dr. Maidlung. Hello, sir. I, got, well, I haven't got your audio file yet, but I'm going to later because we've got extra audio from Dr. Maidlung coming soon for Hutton listeners. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. little, little snippets of advice from the uh, the prof himself. Definitely, like, you know, tip-top, really useful tips for commanders. <laughs> They're like, don't crash. And uh, never fly without your rebuy. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when are we going to be seeing episode two of your wonderful science broadcast? Oh, God, uh, I keep promising it, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, hordes are, are bashing at the doors, demanding more science. We need more science. you gotta, you got to science it, really. I mean, what is yeah, it? Well, you've always got to science it up, yeah. And and you, you were making pizzas uh, earlier in the week as well. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, good uh, tossing off in the corner there. Uh, did you manage to toss it in the air? Yeah, yeah, I nearly tossed it onto somebody else, but... <laughs> and you got a good spin. You got the full 11 inches going on your spin. Yeah, yeah, no, I actually managed to do a really good spin once, and then it, I got a bit too confident. But uh, what then, what flavour were you going for on your tossing? Um, <laughs> I can't remember. It was a sloppy something. I can't... A sloppy Giuseppe. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Yay! So you tossed a sloppy Giuseppe and then then scoffed a lot. Indeed. Well, uh, it, the, all the pizzas actually looked. You know, the the uh, Johnny Five, who was the the chef who was there with us, who's also a Hutton tracker, um, actually was quite complimentary about the quality of everybody's pizzas. He didn't quite offer us a job, but he was he was quite impressed. Apart from with Hober's thing. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised at how like actually edible mine was i was expecting it to be really bad yeah there was a little bit of ocd coming off with some commanders who had to get their ingredients placed symmetrically around their pizza just perfectly yeah yeah um yeah i tried to get mine as symmetrical as possible but at the end of it slap it on there bang it in your no, my, mine went the full thargoid um, <laughs> yes, it, it yes. had it had the uh, the capers around the outside like little little shooty thuckers and um, it had the legs and it had the you know the, I, I went the full thargoid on mine was that your first one or your second one oh well yeah the, the second one was delicious for breakfast as well the one you hid so i couldn't eat it so i scoffed all the garlic bread because i thought the pizza had gone and then then the pizza came back so i had to eat more you didn't look too troubled. No, 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 food never troubles me. 
and Simuf will confirm that one after our visit to the Brazilian place in Glasgow the, the other day. I have never had to plead somebody to stop eating because it was making me feel ill. <laughs> but anyway, well, thank you very much, Dr. Maidling, and uh, yeah, we, we look forward to hearing more science. No, oh, no problem. I'll try. Uh, I will try. Uh, if if nothing comes up this weekend, I will try. And uh, yeah, well, we need we need more of your good diagrams. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah, but my my, uh, my pen pen drawn diagrams. <laughs> yeah, your, your your whiteboard special. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. It's definitely better than uh, John Mapp over at the Pixel Bandits and his artwork from earlier in the news. But anyway, uh, moving on down, we've got, as usual, he's a, a permanent resident here in the green room. I think he never leaves it. Is Iceni? Hello, sir. Hello. So go on then. What you've been up to? You've not been to pizza meets, but you must have been doing something this week in Elite. Uh, I've actually just got back into the game. I've eventually got internet, so I might be a little bit droppy outy because it's not very good where I am. So I've been rushing back to my home system of the Iceni, the Earls of Iceni, and making sure they're still nice and functioning nicely, and doing a few missions for them. I mean, do, do, they need a, do they need a hand? Do we need to send a couple of truckers your way, or are you going to tell us next week? Well, if they want to come down and help, there's plenty of money down here. Get your influence up. I don't take any missions less than a couple of million, thank you very much. They're all quite nicely here. There's always at least five or six missions to take that over a two million. And, and, and where in the galaxy are, is this fabled system with lots of money in it? It is the Iceni. It's about 150 light years from Seoul. So it, it's about right for trading rare goods from Hutton Orbital for maximum profit? Pretty much, yeah. Well, we, we might have to look at the next um, the next mug run at the start of December and see if that might be our destination for dropping a few mugs and a few you know, tons of gin off. Yeah, the, the Iceni system itself has only it's got an outpost and a planet, but the station, the system next door of Papa Papa Pole does have a Coriolis, which is under my control. Ah, oh, you're, you're one man. Um Yes, political empire out there. Yeah, I had a bit of help. I had a bit of an Antares fusion effort coming in as well, so I can't say I took it all by myself. I'm making him an honorary early, and he's saying, come and help. Uh, are you in what, what flavour space is it? Is, is it Imperial space? It's actually, we're neutral, we're neither. Yeah, you're we, neither, but are you, what are you surrounded by? What's, what's the, uh, the area like? Is, is, it, is it all very white and shiny, or is it all jackboots and shoutiness? Uh, I'll just go back. I've never really taken a lot of loose in here. I mean, I'm a bit like, you know, a bit like Lando Calrissian, you know, I've pretty much managed to keep the Empire off my back and leave them alone most of the time. Um, and you've got I'm, a nice cloud city somewhere. I'd like one of those, yes, that would be cool. Much more fun coming to land in that dock at that station. Uh, we're all looking forward to a bit of cloud landings at some point in Season 7 of um, Elite Dangerous. Yeah, it, it, there's a sort of... It's sort of there, but most of the systems sort of in the local area aren't really... There's a couple of trying to sort of muscle in, but they usually get thrown out fairly quickly. Yeah, well, well, congratulations on that one. And um, turning the corner slightly here. Oh, no, no, Lenin's gone. No, Lenin's back. Is Lenin Hi. here? Yeah, sure. And good evening. How's your mug? Oh, it's fine. A bit unwashed, but... It's not gone hairy yet, then? No, not quite. But it's been put to good use. It's been put to good use. I had coffee in it last time. A strong Hutton blend coffee, or, or just your ordinary sole coffee? Yeah, whatever comes out of the machine, really. Oh, you got one of those fancy pants machines where you put the cartridges in and it makes coffee? 
I put the raw beans in it and push a button and wait 30 seconds. Yeah, and you enjoy the noise of the grinding and the, yeah. Yeah, and the compressor and all the little mechanical problems that will eventually break and cost money. Ah, well, sounds absolutely delicious. And have you been um, trucking around the galaxy and helping with the CGs or what have you been up to? Um, mostly just peeking in, doing a mission or two and, oh, scuffing off. Uh, uh, just a general casual trucking. More or less, yeah. Well, thank you very much indeed. And then we have another pizza tosser here. We've got Commander Massey. Good evening. And how was yours? Yeah, it's very nice, thanks. Very spicy. I put, I went for extra chilli oil on top. You went with the chilli oil and the chilli flakes and the chilies. Yeah, yeah. I was sweating. Yeah, I, I did notice the odd bead of perspiration on your on your forehead there. Yeah, and, and so nice, yeah, you, you went just. I mean, just the spicy. Were you, were you one of the guys who was having the um, the roquito peppers? Uh, yes, I did have some of those. Yeah. I got double helpings because Spike didn't want his. It was great. Ooh, yummy. Yeah, they're tasty peppers, they are. Yeah, there's a lot of flavor. There's a lot of heat. There's a lot of flavor in those things as well. Mm. But uh, you've been a regular. This is now your... Th you've done all three, haven't you? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's been pretty good. It's kind of fairly local to me, so it's kind of easy to get to. It's good. Yeah, and we're getting better at it. We're going to have to get Brett Riverboat to set us some bigger challenges on making the pizzas. You know, something more difficult. Bigger pizzas, more tosses. I was hoping for bigger tosses, really. <laughs> well, we were looking at some of the square pizzas he does and wondering how you can toss a square pizza. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how you do that. Toss it inside yeah, of a box. Yeah. Yeah, but then it won't spin properly in the air. I, I don't know. But isn't, isn't there one of the planets that's got some kind of geometric shape with corners on it on the on the top in the gas clouds? Saturn. Where, where's, where's our resident professor? Hang on a second. That's Saturn you're thinking of. Saturn, is it, Dr. Maitland? Yeah, yeah. yeah do we, do we know why it's got geometric stuff on the top? Uh, it's supposed to be, uh, yeah, as, as we said, it's hexa a hexagonal shape, and it's it's because of um, synchronized uh, cyclones. So it just happens to be a stable configuration. And listeners, that's exactly the kind of fact we're going to be getting from Dr. Maitland oh, on the God. radio show regularly. You're setting the bar a bit high, I think. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm just trying to you know, strong arm you into doing that. But, oh, yeah, um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh, so moving on now, Odimon, you, you're heading out for Colonia. Yes. And I do understand that you've got a couple of puns for us this week while you're flying as well. Yeah, it's a 2-4. It's a... Um, it's a pun that segues into a joke. The pun is... Uh, and this is a question for our friend up there. Uh, you know the one. What is a sheep's favorite newspaper? I don't know. What is a sheep's favorite newspaper? The Wall Street Journal. Oh, dear. So, how far are you out from Colonia now, Odie? And I'm in Colonia. Oh, you're there already. So you're helping rescue this almighty pile of bio waste that we've got going on out there. Yeah. Did you bring some data with you when you turned up? Oh, sorry. Did you bring some data out when you landed at Fort Mark? 
Yes, I dropped some off. Uh, I went to Teresa rather than Fort Mug because I wanted the Orbis station type to land up. Yeah, it, it's a it's a very pretty station. Uh, Cecil sent some pictures back from there this week, and uh, as the the ring was spinning round and round and round in front of him, made him feel a bit queasy. But have you been yeah. to the planet down below Doriso yet? Anybody been down to the planet there yet? Yes, yeah, a nice little, nice little planet. Yeah, there's a lot of canyons down there. Anyways, I'm, I'm going to tell a joke I had to go along with my pain, which is an accountant after reading a nursery rhyme to his son said, no son, it wouldn't be a tax deductible when little Bo Beep loses her sheep. But I like your thinking. Yeah. I can't find my boo button. Can you find the bullshit button, please? Dead. I don't get it. Yeah, we got a we got a bong instead. Yeah. Well, anyway, good luck out in Colonia, OD, and we're we're hoping to get back on top there sometime soon because it's looking a bit of a mess out there. So we're looking forward to. Um, yeah, and I'm working on the Yeah, I'm working on a Kickstarter to send OD man to the real Colonia. Well, to Australia. And I look forward to doing a lot of cargo hauling in Colonia to help the truckers and everybody else out that might want some trucking done in their systems. Yeah, we've got some good friends over at uh, LGC out there who's they, most of their commanders are headed back to the bubble for other reasons at the moment, so um, they haven't got much support out there. Take their systems. Pardon? We can take their systems. No, 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 we're friends with them. We don't take their systems. We just caretake their systems. Entalias! Kill them all! <laughs> and then next in the list, we've got one of our uh, super special knows what's going on team commander, Overlight, who is a freshly mugged Overlight. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, not bad. My, my belly's just about recovered from that food. I'm ready for a second dose now. But um, so, have you been? Have you been uh, in game doing your thing and looking after the systems this week? Yeah, yeah. So I was a bit tender on Tuesday, but um, but yes, yes, I have been. Yeah, uh, I understand you went the full hober at some point. Yeah, not. I couldn't quite do the full hober as only hober could, but I certainly went the three quarters hober. And felt a bit delicate the day after as well. Almost oh, certainly, but it was a lot of fun. It was a but lot that, of fun. That was a bit of a trek for you, wasn't it? The um, the trip to the, the um, when, when you were one of our further drivers. Uh, passengers. Uh, um, no, I drive uh, two hours, so not too bad. You see, the pizzas are so good, it's worth going for two hours to go and get them. I was very surprised how well they turned out, I've got to be honest. And you'll be coming to the next one as well? Oh, almost certainly, almost certainly. There's some there's some mutterings of, of, of Birmingham, possibly. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, uh, well, funnily enough, about two hours again. So, just right for me. And um, so our thanks also, we, we haven't mentioned it yet, to, to our host for the evening as well, Brigadier Riverboat um, and his restaurant and his team in the restaurant as well, who looked after us spectacularly. We were, we were loud, we were raucous, we were throwing dough all over the place <laughs> and the team put up with every single bit of it. Yeah, his staff were amazing. They were brilliant. They were. They were very, very tolerant and very kind. Excellent bunch. Even to Hober. Yeah, and of course, Johnny Five is both a chef there and a hut and trucker as well. He was converted by his boss. 
Yes, I must add him as a friend. Actually, he's just reminded me. But yeah, it was it was really really good fun, and it was wonderful to meet our glorious leader. That was the highlight of the evening for me. Um, although I did have to laugh when he nearly pulled his handler off his chair when trying to achieve a bit of drop sausage. Yeah, Alvin is very fond of, a bit of drop dropped food. <laughs> yes, yeah. So yeah, it was fantastic. Anyway, yeah, dear co-presenter, sir, we've got a couple of we've got a special guest and a couple more commanders. Do we want to switch back to you for the last few? Yeah, sure, absolutely no problem. No, yeah, I thought you were off to cubicle three again. Oh god, no, 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 no! I was just sitting listening with great intent because obviously I we I loved the the pizza meet we had up in Glasgow uh, just recently. We've got another one coming up towards the end of the year as well, and it's just a lot of fun to meet up. I think anyone that's been on one will recommend it. It's at the very least, it's a good dinner and with great people to chat to. And then if you have the spare time to go to a pub, it's even you know it can turn into something entirely different. Um, you left us with oh. My pilot for this evening, my test pilot, Commander Pillbox, who is uh, flying the Twitch stream for us. Uh, good evening to you. Hello, hello. And what have you been up to this week? I can see that you're out at Fort Mug at the current time. But So have you been running missions out here for the last week? Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't actually been playing much. I've been either working or partying, so <laughs> haven't been doing much in the game. Actually, tonight is probably the most I've done all week. I did see some of your photographs, and it did look like potentially you put yourself into harm's way. Um, <laughs> well, I was supposed to go to work on Saturday, and I woke up at, I think it was 5 o'clock Saturday afternoon, and I don't even know where the hell I was. Somewhere outside <laughs> London. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. That is a scary thought. Uh, all right, I shall, I shall leave you to your hangover. Uh, we'll move on down to Commander Jack Lully, or Lolette. Good evening. Good, to one. You. Good evening. Is it Lully? Jack Lully. Yeah, sure. Never really did have a pronunciation on that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> it's fair enough. Welcome to the team. Random generator from third from twenty years ago. So. <laughs> It's funny how we, yeah, it's funny how we hold on to these things, isn't it? I mean, I, I originally was Gertrude the talking cow, um, and then yeah, through many iterations of the psycho cow. Bless you, Tech Monkey. Um, that was before the internet. That's what you used to go out dressed like. <laughs> Shut your face. Shut your face. What have you been up to this week, uh, Jack? I've been uh, flying around the black with a mug of gin and a Cecil voice pack. I feel pity for you. I had the Cecil voice pack installed for exactly one day before I lost my rag with it and its interpretations of my Scottish accent. <laughs> Eleven! <laughs> no, uh, it's been pretty good with the Canadian one so far. Yeah, I mean, it, it does work. I, I mean, I've since learned it's because I didn't train my machine to recognise me. And then training my machine just makes me even more angry and I end up swearing at it. So, yeah, it's it's. I, I think voice attack is one of the best tools out there. And the Cecil's voice pack is brilliant. It really is brilliant. But, yeah, if, if you have a short temper, it's one of those ones to avoid for a bit. <laughs> don't, don't use it on those days. Just use it when you're in a good mood. Um, all right, so you've been... Um, now, I'm trying to think. You're out with the gin. Were you pew-pewing it up or trading? I just started exploring. Oh, exploring. Whereabouts are you? Yep, yeah, showing the flag for Alvin's fluffy gloriness, gloriousness. Fantastic. 
Well, thank you. We look forward to catching up. Are you uh, trying? Have you got the Hutton Tracker installed? Are you or are you on a different platform? I'm on PC and I do have the tracker running. Excellent. So maybe we'll see your name at the top of one of these lists next week then. Oh, here's hoping. Fantastic. Well, thank, thank you for chatting to us. Uh, we're going to go to the, um, I don't know what to call him as a title, but he would be the, you know, the the supposed expert of Barnard Star, but I will call him the purveyor of BS. I think that's possible. Yeah, good evening to Mr. Lord Shouty of Shouty, and welcome to the UK. And can we first of all give you a huge congratulations on getting here in one piece without any complications? How was your journey? Uh, it was alright. It wasn't too bad at all until I got to Dublin and then I felt a bit meh. Okay. Uh, because what, what, what happened at Dublin was they decided that. The plane was broken, just as we were about to take off. And then we got pushed to the runway, and we got pushed back from the runway. And then some engineers came and fiddled with the plane and said it was okay. And I'm going, oh, fuck, I'm going to crash. I'm going to die. I'm going to die in the Irish Sea. <laughs> There's worse ways to go, but yeah. <laughs> oh, dearie me. But you're now safe at home in... Mon- in... in- in sunny Salford, as you could say. Excellent. Excellent. And have you been doing any eating in the last week or so? I have done next to nothing in the last week or so. Other than packing up furiously, uh, saying goodbye to things and... basically removing myself from one country to another. Yeah, it's amazing. So it's been maybe, a- maybe, maybe, maybe in the next week or so, I might actually get to do something that I actually want to do, rather than something I'm forced to do. Yes, and we hope you, your uh, your recovery is as speedy as it can be, and you get yourself and your family back reunited as soon as possible. So, yeah, but be, uh, just moaning about being forced to things—that's why we have safe words, Mister Shouty. That's why we have what uh, safe yeah. words. Hello. I, I would <laughs> paint the safe all the way through that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> My safe word is what? <laughs> well, we wish I you. It was please do that again. <laughs> more, more and harder. Um, <laughs> that's definitely if you are looking for a safe word harder is not the right one to use um, right thank you for that uh, shouting Viagra <laughs> we're going to go and actually talk to someone who we've not talked to at all much today and that is of course Commander Saibov good evening to you hello 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 I, I'm just, uh, I've been taking notes from tonight's show. I didn't know that there was uh, training courses to understand you. I need to get some people rolled up to that. Just when you were saying you were going to train your computer to understand you. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, reminds me of a video I saw on YouTube the other night. Someone's going to have cat treats in his pockets tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Those cats are bullies. Eleven. <laughs> They are indeed. Yeah. Have you been up to much this week, Simuf? Uh, just, just really been learning some new tricks with uh, web design. Loads and loads of fancy ones. Can I ask so, you a question, Mr. Moof? No. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So moving on. Anyway. <laughs> have, Finally. You destroyed, have you destroyed any more bathrooms in the last week? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually... Uh, just one. <laughs> I had to do mine. My bath. My bath. I had to take my bath out and put it back in again. <laughs> you can't be doing this, can you? Every week, another bathroom. <laughs> no, well, it's just you know, if you're going to wreck, if you're going to wreck the atmosphere in them, you might as well wreck them physically as well. Make them look, make them look like they should. Make <laughs> you look like they smell. Yeah. <laughs> the phantom bathroom destroyer of old Glasgow town. Yes. Oh. If someone walks in and goes, oh yeah, that 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 that, that does look like it smells. Yeah, and and you're in the same country, so hopefully uh, over the next few few months we might get a chance to uh, share that smell with you. You're gonna go wreck his bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right, uh, I saw that Commander Michael Searle snuck in there. Uh, I'm not sure if Michael Smell have you been up to anything in the last week or so? Oh, uh, nothing interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us all about it. Uh, went to work, had some shit. Yeah, the usual shit, you know. <laughs> there we you weren't lying. Yeah, you were like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you, everyone in the green room. That was uh, awesome. I think, Dave, it's time for us to trot up and take the show out. Sounds like a plan to me. Thank you very much, everybody. Have it put down. Yes. Bye. 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 Did she take the cream through Yeah, I always <laughs> do. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Oh, we survived. We did indeed. Yes, that was good. A nice, a nice, calm and collected. An interesting green room apart from Michael Searle. Well, he only skipped in at the end. He did. He was just coming to the other. Well, I can't remember. He, he was, he, I think he started his own um, shop website quite recently as well, which is quite impressive. Um, I'd like to catch up and see how that's going for him. Well, that was a, a, another week, another news broadcast, um, another bit of chaos, a bit of editing to do tonight. Yeah, we we, we survived. We got that's about th- all we can say. We got through Thank you, uh, Buck. Thank you, Russell. And thank you, Flossie, for joining us tonight. You're welcome. I'm just having a look to see what you have picked for our final song. Ah, well, we're going for a little bit more love for the Explorers, because the Explorers have been, you know, doing us so much good over the last few years. A bit of a a stellar tune. Yes, I've got it all. Have you found it? I have indeed. It's all lined up and ready to go. With Sol's very own gurning, gurning, yes, monkey himself, Ian Brown. Yep, we will catch you next week from... <laughs> I've forgotten what time. It's half past... No, it's half past eight. Eh, half past half eight. Half past ish eight. Half yeah. past ish. And hopefully next week we will not have any more Windows 10 update nonsense and we will have a nice clean and smooth and easy broadcast like it should have been tonight. Uh, until then, we shall wish you a good night and a huge massive for the mug. 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 For the mug.